All right, lads, we're back with a Games Gone Soft podcast. We're bringing you our sort of review of the weekend again. Joe, how you doing, mate? Do you enjoy the weekend's football? Not bad, yeah. Big win for Leicester. Massive Catching win for Leicester. Catching up to Man City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> level, on points. level on points for United now. Easy. Just need United to... Yeah, but second last game of the season we play you, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Our last three games are Chelsea, Man U, Tottenham. Lovely. We're fat. Uh, yeah, in the United game, obviously played Newcastle. Like first half was dodgy. Like Newcastle aren't played us a bit in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't great. <laughs> but in our second half pulled it together. Got to see um, Shola Shoratire come on at the end. Oh yeah, I saw him. That's about twelve. Few, yeah, he, he where did he play? Uh, left wing. Can play pretty much anywhere across the forward line, I think. Surely, why didn't Diallo come on? He came on in the Europa League, so I think they wanted to give Shorty a race turn. But then when we play Sociedad again, I'm sure... Ollie said in the week that not both of them, that they're not going to play or at least start, but I'd assume one of them might start. Yeah, one might start and then, yeah, leave it till 60th minute. We'll see. Anyway, um, obviously we're reviewing the weekend. We've got four main talking points. And the first one, we touched on it last week, is it's about Big Moo, Big Mourinho. Um, obviously, in his uh, post-match press co- conference, a journalist, I can't remember which one, but they asked him whether his coaching methods or just methods in general were outdated. Um, discuss, Joe. I think... Yeah, literally. Well, since he's last at Chelsea, he's been shit, hasn't he? He did. He had one good year at United where he came second. Even then, the football Apart wasn't great. That, like, yeah, the football. Yeah, but as people have said before, like if the football is not great, you can kind of put up put up with it if the results are good. Mm. But like, it's just they they didn't look great against West Ham. They've got unlucky at times. Like, I think they hit the bar and the post. But still, it's a massive game. And basically, if they won that, they had a chance at top six. I think that's pretty much gone now. Like, you could argue the style's outdated, like their style of play now. But, because a lot of the top teams are playing, like, fast, possession-based football, like, high-pressing. Whereas they're, they're mainly, they're still sitting back. He's doing what he's always done. Then you see a lot of other teams doing similar to that and getting results, like West Ham. They're, they're getting results that way. Uh, Simeone, Atletico, he seems to do that way, get results that way. So then I guess you are looking at his maybe like coaching methods now and like maybe his man management. I guess they're the like, yeah, two key areas. Yeah, I was about to say, I feel it's more the man management than anything. Like, Bale is palmed off pretty quickly. Deli Ali, you saw last year in the documentary saying it. He was a lazy trainer and basically mm. took him out of the team. But then he's kind of rolled the dice and put them both back in the team against West Ham. Abel looked good when he came on. Yeah, he did, yeah. Great like chances. He sparked a bit of a comeback, really. He obviously got the assist from the corner, I think, for their for, for their one goal in the game. Yeah. I think he didn't he hit the bar as well. I think so. But yeah, yeah. obviously, Atletico Madrid... You were saying earlier they've been slightly more attacking this year, but um, it's like Simeone still he still manages to motivate his players to 
play that style of football. But everything, yeah, it's because he's top of the league. When Mourinho was top of the league with Spurs, everyone was, oh, he's doing an amazing job. They can win the league. Mm. And then suddenly, it seems when it starts to turn bad with Mourinho, it goes downhill very quickly. And if I think. Oh, go on. It, it's because he's a, a big six team that you can't get away with it. If teams like Burnley and stuff, you don't moan about the style of play because mm. they don't really have the players to play attacking football. But Spurs, they have Kane, Son, they have some really good attacking players, but they don't really need to park the bus against teams, do they? Are you saying Mourinho is more suited to Burnley now than he is top, top six management? He won't get the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? how many games do you reckon they've won in the last 10? Or what do you reckon their form is? Spurs? I can't think of one that won, two. Won four games in the last ten, but they've beaten a team I don't even fucking know. Hang on. Uh, oh, Wol- Wolves. Yeah. Wolves. Yeah, all competitions. Wolfsburg at AFC, AC in the Europa League. Then yeah. they beat West Brom in the Premier League, and then nine games ago they beat Wickham in <laughs> FA Cup, and the team they beat before that was Sheffield United. So they've lost to Liverpool, Brighton, Chelsea. Beat West Brom, lost to Everton, lost to City, beat Wolfsburg, Racy, just lost to West Ham. Had some tough games, to be fair. Mm. But yeah, I don't, I can't see him lasting past the end of the season. I don't think he should, to be honest. Neither do I. Who, what's his next level? Like, where would he go next? Portugal national team. Yeah, I feel. Surely a Premier League team can't take him. Unless it's a mid-table team. Yeah, but who? Phil, I, don't, I don't think they could be bothered with him. Someone like a Wolves? If Nuno went, suited Portuguese, that's pretty much Portugal national job. He could do both at the same time. <laughs> I, just, I just don't think... I think his ego would get in the way of him like taking on a job at like Wolves. I think it hurt him to have to take a job at Spurs. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Spurs isn't a massive club, is it? No. I, I, generally, I think, generally think that hurt him. Um, but I'm just trying to think, maybe like, I could actually see him ending up, ending up at someone like Marseille or Lyon. Yeah, I feel like he'd have to go abroad. Like, like, I feel his fr- time in the Premier League done. I feel like a French team or a Portuguese team, maybe, they'd take him. Like one of the best. Yeah. Maybe one of the better ones in those leagues. You still feel like he could do a good job somewhere. Like he could click somewhere. Where? He's not done it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but I feel like he's still got it in him somewhere. Mm. <laughs> I reckon maybe if we, went, if we went back to Portugal, like obviously he's a legend over there. He's a legend in the Premier yeah. League, but, we, but we're pretty much sick of him now. Or a lot of like Premier League fans are. But I've seen someone say, like people that are, Younger and younger than us, all they'll remember is really Mourinho being bad. Like they wouldn't him. remember him being an unbelievable manager, would they? Next talking point: West Ham's recent form. Last ten games, seven wins, one draw, two losses. From a bad manager to the best manager in the world, David Moyes. To a frog. <laughs> to, to a frog. He has done very well. Yeah. Could West Ham have been like 
spending, but like stuck at that mid-table spot and in relegation scraps the last few years. And he's mm. finally got them back up there. Yeah. I think, yeah, he's done... I feel he is good at like building teams. Like, he did well at Everton, didn't he? But I think the stuff like the pressure at the United job with a squad that was... I know it won the league, but it wasn't... It was an ageing squad. And it kind of ruined his reputation. Yeah, he'd been... Since then, he's always been a bit of a journeyman. It looks like he's found like a bit of a home at West Ham again. Yeah. I feel he can put his stamp on the team a bit. Well, I feel like he already has. He's got his new Fellaini in, in Suchak. Albeit like a more technically gifted one, it seems. Yeah, it's a joke how many goals he scores. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But um, Yeah, I just... They keep grinding out results, don't they? Do you back- reckon they could get top four? Yeah, but I was, we said the same about Aston Villa. I was like, oh, Aston Villa could get something for and then they drop off. Yeah, but that's, that was very... It's a lot earlier in the season. And I yeah. feel Villa rely on one player more. Like, yeah. West Ham. West Ham now rely on, rely on... They now rely on Jay yeah. Lings, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I've got stats on them. Three goals in his four games there. Come on. Quality. He'll be coming back to United. Challenge it was funny that last year where someone had a bet on Lingard to not get a goal or assist all season and he scored in the 94th minute against Leicester yeah. last game of the season. That's, that's funny, isn't it? <laughs> um, he's been linked with Leicester today. I think he's link, Lingard's actually like, a deep, he's a good player. It's just... Yeah. He'd gone I through feel, some like, tough times personally, apparently, and then yeah. he never got a run of games to actually like get, his, get back to form. But he, it seems like he's hit the ground running at West Ham, probably because he feels like wanted. I can't. I can see him signing for West Ham over Leicester, yeah. to be honest, because he wouldn't start for Leicester. Like, he might would you not play him on a win? Some... Instead of early. Under? What? He'd, he'd have to play under than play. He'd have to play right wing. It's like, I could see him being a backup for like Madison, but whether he'd want that, knowing that he'd start at West Ham, especially West if West Ham get Europa League or Champions League. What about midfield? Oh, you've got Tielemans, don't you? I was going to say, yeah. I was only thinking of Pratt, who's out, but I was going to say, what about midfield three of Madison, Lingard and, and Didi? Tielemans, undroppable. Fair. Um, no, but I was looking, owing to the, the fact that you you can still win games without having more possession. Like West Ham, in the last 10 games, two of the ga- only two of them games that they had more possession, and that was against Doncaster and Burnley. It's just, they're very defensively sound at the moment. Like they've only conceded, they've only conceded more than one goal since the 27th of December. And I just think with the, like, the creativity they've got in the squad at the moment, with like Bowen, Lingard, Lanzini, um, Suchet playing well, uh, Antonio... <laughs> I just think they back themselves to be able to score more than one goal against most teams in the league. I mean, you're not conceding more. Yeah. They've kind of got goals from everywhere because set pieces I feel like they're quite strong as well. Dawson's got quite a few in the last few months. Oh, I've, got, got I've stuck him in my fantasy. I've stuck him in my fantasy. Yeah. yeah, he's getting a few. Another player that I've... This is my point about potential England starter for the Euros, Aaron Cresswell. Over Luke Shaw? He's had a... That's what I'm saying. He's got. He's had a quality season. Cresswell six assists. Sure, five assists. 
They've both Shaw's created, created seven big chances. No, seven big chances. Both yeah, big chances, but Shaw's created more chances. Yeah, not big ones. <laughs> Shaw's created the most in the league. Cresswell, nine clean sheets. Shaw, five. Cresswell only makes 0.2 fouls a game. Shaw, 1.3. So he's given a lot more free kicks away. And then total duels won, 58% Cresswell, 55% Shaw. Sure. You've gathered You've all these stats just to have a go at me, really, haven't you? Yeah. But, Cresswell, yeah, but you say, oh, he's creating more chances. Cresswell's played centre-back quite a bit this season. When they go into a back five, he goes left centre-back, which I feel could be useful taking to the Euros as well. But also, when you are a left-back, yeah, and you're whipping crosses in, he has flipping Antonio or earlier in the season Alaire on the end of them or Suchek when he takes corners. Whereas Luke Shaw, generally, a lot of the season it's been Martial in there who just doesn't make runs into the box or it's been Greenwood or Rashford who just aren't like prolific in the air. Yeah, but then you can say Kane's pretty good in the air. Use him in the auras. Whip it in. Yeah, yeah use Luke Shaw then. Calvert, Calvert Loom well, should be on the bench at the Euros as well. Yeah. And also, yeah, in, defensively, not, maybe he's got Cresswell's got Ogbonna next to him at centre back. Ogbonna's actually a quality defender. You spent eighty million on Maguire. Yeah, I'm saying Ogbonna's but, better than Maguire. Either way, you won't start because Southgate loves the big teams. But he's worth taking to the Euros, definitely. He's worth taking over Chilwell. Yeah, I feel, I feel sure or Chilwell they're, they're similar because they can only play one position, mm. whereas. Cresswell can play too, which is always useful. Yeah, if we play back three, I suppose. So, moving on. Newcastle up next. What do we make of them? Because I, I remember recently, I saw... I was watching the kickoff with, like, True Geordie and that lot. And True Geordie was saying that um, Steve Bruce is going to get Newcastle relegated. And at the time, there was a bit of a gap between the relegation zone and Newcastle. I'm thinking, like, I'll get you eight... The, in my head, I'm thinking, I get you hate the style of play, but like you still, you're still doing decently with you. But you look at the table now, and they're three points above the relegation zone. No Callum Wilson. And it's, I know. it's looking <laughs> rough. I was, chatting, I, <laughs> I was chatting to my mate like probably two weeks ago, and he was saying, oh, Newcastle are 7-2 to, to go down. And he was like, I reckon Fuller will overtake them. There were seven points clear at the time. I was like, there's no chance. Newcastle will pick up some results. Fulham are drawing too much. And now it's, the gap's only three points. Mm. But I feel like Fulham, they've got 10 draws this season, I think. If they just start picking up some wins from those draws, they could easily stay up. They play Didn't much they better football than Newcastle. Didn't they win this weekend? Fulham. Yeah, they beat Sheffield United. 1-0. Mm. Yeah, so I feel Newcastle, I feel like they're relying on Callum Wilson. But when you've got Joel Linton up top, you're always going to struggle to score goals. Well, you're not playing like a style of play that really like is conducive to creating chances anyway. You... I know. Unless you've got someone really clinical, like Wilson, who's actually like a really clinical striker, then you're, you're, done. you're done for. I Wilson feel had... like Go on. If, they, if they change manager, I feel they'll stay up. But I feel if they stick with Bruce, I think they could go. I feel like they do have some decent players. Like 
Ryan Fraser and Amaron. They can create chances. Ryan Fraser does play, Maximum. Yeah, I forgot about St. Maximum because he's, he's back, isn't he? But, like, if you had a manager that kind of went for it, they could create chances. You've got you, Joel Linton um, finishing them. But <laughs> Do you think... Uh, who's the bloke who owns them? Mike Ashley? Yeah. Do you reckon he should swallow his pride and contact uh, Rafa? He'd make them compact. <laughs> no. He, Rafa won't go that. No, he probably not. He'd probably get a better job than Newcastle now. Yeah, definitely. Unless, yeah. He might do it as a little interim job. Just go back, be a hero. Although, how good would it be to be the manager? How good would it be to manage, be the manager of Newcastle when Mike Ashley eventually sells to a big? Line? I know, yeah. I just you do feel with Rafa. If a, if a different owner came in, I could see him going back because the fans loved him. He seemed to like it there, and you just think Newcastle fans really appreciate him being manager. Whereas if he went somewhere different, like slightly higher up the league, they might not as much. Like Rafa was like a, he was still a really good manager when he first went to Newcastle, like really highly thought of. And I wonder if, like, if they got a new owner, would, the, would like Newcastle feel like they owe him the chance to come back and take them, like higher, because he came to them at their lowest point? Well, I feel, yeah, if they, they could easily push the, well, get top up, top half the league if they had Rafa and then made a bit of an investment. Brought in them back. I feel, <laughs> but they are they are a big club and you yeah. feel like yeah they could get top half and then maybe progress from there no, I but remember, at the moment oh they might struggle I remember when like I think a lot of people thought he was like a definite in the summer that Mike Ashley was selling I remember like all the posts about Mbappe coming <laughs> and then I and then I actually saw someone being a bit more serious saying that like they could shop around like for free agents like Willian and that kind of player to get them like mid-table We've since found out Willian's fucking awful. Yeah. But, like, Cavani would have been a decent signing for them if they'd had, like, a bit more money to spend, like, bring him in. <laughs> and, and that. They were talking about Mbappe and now they're stuck with Joel Linton. Yeah, that that must be, like, they thought they were going to finally progress and they might end up in championship. I kind of want Fulham to stay up, though. Because I feel like they do play nice football. They kind of deserve... To stay up, yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, all I've got. Haven't lost that many this season. That's all I've got. Yeah. Newcastle. Right, next up, we're speak. Not next up. Finally, we're speaking not about a team or a manager. We have two players to 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 speak of. Barnes, uh, Harvey Barnes, and Madison. They've been in some great form recently. I know Maddis picked up an inj- like a minor injury, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, he, he just he went down twice in a matter of about two minutes. But he always yeah, goes down. He I was going to stick him in my he'll fantasy. Be, he'll be back for the weekend. I don't know what Rogers said about it yet, but I think he'll be back. I was going to stick him in my fantasy, but I thought I'd best leave it just in case. Um. Yeah, but yeah, they've both been in great form. And when was it? A year or two again, ago, I said Barnes will be a hundred million pound player. He's still it's working. Coming. Fucking, it's he's coming. Not, he's not going to be a £100 million pound player. Yeah, but I based it off the Maguire valuation. So anyone is. 
But I think but, you're going to get. It's going to be tough. I, I don't think as many transfers for that value are going to be. Not for a couple of years. Yeah, because I think if you just. We've spoken about this before, but how many like transfers that have been like eighty million or more? How many of them actually like work out or are worth it? Coutinho wasn't. Guzman uh, yeah. Dembele wasn't. Griezmann wasn't. Obviously, all the Barcelona ones weren't. <laughs> Mag- Maguire wasn't worth it. You can, just, just... you can pretty much just list off any player less than so. Drink water. Drink yeah. water wasn't. Chilwell's looking like he isn't. Yeah. Mares is. He's done well, but he's not. I still don't think Manchester you like him that much. When you're buying someone for that much, like the return you have to get from them to make it worth it, it's but, just. Yeah, but if it does come off like a Van Dyke, it yeah, is ridiculous. To, yeah, but all you have to get Neymar and Mbappe. They have to be like that good. Like you're talking about best yeah. in the world. But, and you have yeah, to be sure that best do you, in position. How does someone like Madison move on? If let's say Leicester, let's say Leicester drop start dropping off in the next few years and not getting top six, mm. like he'll want to move on. We won't sell for cheap because he's young and English. Somewhat like some. Well, he's not going to be young in a few years, off. is he? He's going to be young in a few years. Well, in in two years, he'll still be what twenty five. It's not. Yeah, but I think players are just going to have to start. I think players will start taking shorter shorter deals. No way. Because if they get a massive long-term injury, they want yeah. the, and it doesn't really matter. But I think anyway, yeah. Barnes is. I, I was getting some stats last year over the full season. He had twenty-four starts, twelve from the bench. He had six goals, eight assists in a full season. Mm. This year, he's played a lot more. He's played twenty-one starts already, so only three less than last year. He's got nine goals and four assists. That, that's just in the Premier League. He's also got another four goals in other competitions. Mm. So I feel like that's something that Brendan's kind of focusing on, getting goals from other areas of the pitch. Because everyone says, oh, we're so reliant on Barney. But actually, he's not scored that many this year. Good six from open play, I think. Yeah. And then, even when he was out, we're still performing decent. And yeah, like against Villa... Barnes scored one, Madison scored one. I think Vardy had 19 touches all game or something like that. Like he's not involved in play that much. And then with Madison, we play a slightly different system now. Like last year, we played... What are you laughing at? I was just thinking like, we're doing a piece on, or we're doing a bit about uh, Barnes and Madison, and you somehow managed to like take up a minute speaking about Vardy. <laughs> yeah, I know, but he's Bartley attacking through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. Yeah, so Madison, last year we we played a 4 3 3. Oh, shut up. Yeah, go on. Right, go on. So, Madison, we played a last year we played a 4 3 3, but with Ndidi sitting deep and then Tielemans and Madison either side, like as number eight. Whereas this year we're kind of playing 4 3 3, 4 2 3 1 with. Tiedemans and then DDD and Madison right at the pitch next to Vardy. Like when we're defending and we're off the ball, Madison, we play 4 4 2 and Madison gets up ready for the counter attack. Yeah. He's already got eight goals and five assists this year, whereas last year he only got six goals, three assists. So he is getting further at the pitch. 
I think it sort of begs the question. I think I think Madison has an easier route to the England team than Barnes does because I think Grealish, Foden and Mount are the ones he's competing with and realistically you can take all of them, all four of them. Maybe not even Grealish because Grealish is on the wing. So he's competing with yeah. Mount, Foden. I think you can take all three. But then for wingers, who do you take Barnes ahead of? Because obviously it's Sancho, Rashford, Sterling, Grealish. Yeah. Is, any, is there anyone else? Bit Barnes in there. I suppose you could have Barnes and then only take for strikers Kane and Calvert Lewin, couldn't you? Because then Rashford can play striker. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what well, it's what he should do, whether he trusts Southgate. Thing with Madison, didn't Southgate play Sterling in that like number ten role, like slightly behind Kane? Occasionally yeah, like to put him there. I don't think we'll do that again. Whereas if he yeah, but I feel he'll put three in midfield, but it, he won't want one really far up the pitch, like Madison's playing for Leicester. So I feel it would be a waste to then drop him back. If we play I five at the back, I'll be fuming. Well, I think we'll find out. This next international break, if he plays five at the back, well, whatever we play, we'll be playing that Euros. Yeah. Um... I just think you've got it. You've got to at least take them. I can't see him starting them, to be honest. No. But you've got to at least take them. Yeah. Um, we should probably do a video, actually, on our our England team, like what our England lineup would be. Yeah. It is tough. Well, you'd just stick, it's... You'd stick Vardy in there still. <laughs> you've got to ask him. Okay, <laughs> has to ask him, do you want to come back for the Euros? He won't do that. You've got to. But then it might mean Barnes is one of the wingers would have to miss out. You've got to take Howard Learn as well. Yeah. Um, anything more? I don't really have anything more to add on Barnes and Madison. Obviously, you, you watch them every week. So. But well, I do yeah, think that, is... Go on. About Madison getting further forward. He, you've seen an interview when Carragher talked about how he, will he get in the England squad? And he said, well, at the moment, he's not getting the numbers. This is a few months ago. And then Madison came out in an interview saying, basically, watch that. And it really like pushed him on to try and get further up the pitch and get, get in those positions. Mm. So that's why, yeah, I, I feel that's why Brendan's kind of changed his style of play to really get the best out of Madison. With England, like our best, we're not very good in defence. Like I feel like we might as well just try and get as many of our attacking players on the pitch as possible and just hope... <laughs> We can like scrape a defense, like put a decent yeah. defense my, together. I think I think I'd rather. Thought, go on. My other thought is, you if you play five at the back, could you afford to have like more attacking midfielders rather than? Whereas if you go four at the back, I think but he'd still four, he'd three, still put three. Declan Rice in in midfield. He'll play four three three with like Declan Rice, Henderson, and it'll some Eric Dyer will somehow get in that too. I don't know how, I don't know where, but you will. No, I think, yeah, he'll start centre centre back probably. It'll be Stones. How? It'll be Stones, oh, Dyer. Battle three. A Dyer's shocking. Dyer is honestly shocking. I, I think what will be interesting is how good Stones is next to yeah. Maguire. Because I think yeah. that will kind of show the quality of Maguire. Because Stones, yeah. next to top quality centre back, Stones has shown he. Becomes top quality. 
He looks unreal. So yeah. when you put it next to Maguire, it'll kind of show whether he can organise the defence and everything. Yeah. But, I um, hope it works. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just hoping we... I'd rather than play like two centre-backs, a holding mid in Rice, and then just stick like stick Madison and Foden in those two central mid positions. It'd be two attackers. I think it'll go right. Or one of them, or one of them, and Mount. Mount does quite a bit of defensive work. Yeah, that's what I me. Mean. I think it'll go Rice, Henderson, Mount. But it shouldn't be. If you're having Henderson, you don't. You shouldn't have Mount. You should have Madison or Foden. I think or you Grealish. could do. Yeah, you could do Declan Rice and Henderson, who are the two sitting, and then you could afford to get Madison right next to the striker, or Foden, or or a Grealish, or a Sterling, or a Foden. Because I feel you just don't want them isolated up top. I'd rather that than have Mount, who's he's doing well, but he's not as attacking, I feel, as Greenish or Madison. You know what? Flipping Chilwell's not playing. Carl Walker's not playing. Eric Dye's playing shit. Yeah, they'll all go to the Euros, and, on it, and we know it. Carl Walker can't. He's actually dreadful. He will go. Chip. If Trippier if Trippi wasn't banned, he'd be flipping on his way as well. Chilwell will go instead of Cresswell. And it's a joke, to be honest. It is stupid. It's just because he's used him before, isn't it? He said, when he got the England job, he said he'd pick players based on form and he's literally not going to do that. He doesn't. He'll, he'll pick everyone, big teams. Based on form, you basically sack off the whole Spurs team. Anyone from Arsenal. Well, you're not sacking anyone off Anyone down there. A form. Yeah, he did well at the start season. What's he done since? He's still got most assists in the league and then he's like a third top at scorer. At the start of the season. But if you do it off form, let's say they still struggle the last 10 games. I know he will pick him. You're still taking But game. I'm talking about the other players like Eric Dye. You can't pick yeah. him over someone like Cresswell at least. I'd rather Cresswell in a back three than, than having three proper centre-backs. Yeah, I would. Because then they can actually step out. They could put in a decent cross. Whereas you've got like Eric Dyer and Maguire and stuff taking out of defence. Where it's just, if they lose it, they can't run. Mm. Get back. The thing as well in the back five, like, I don't think Trent works in a back five. When we played in the last friendlies or last international games we played, he tried playing Trent on the at right wing back and he just didn't look good. I just it's don't Trent, get it. Like, Trent hasn't looked good get, all year. Yeah. But you don't get a lot of time to work with your international team. And you look at that defence, Trent, they play, plays in the back four, Maguire plays in the back four, Stones plays in the back four. Sure. Like, why would you, yeah, why Cresswell. would you change that? They're all used to the back four system. And you see it with other teams, like with Leicester, when we go to a back five, our centre-backs are clueless. Mm. Like, they're, they're positionally, they're all over the place. So I feel like you just stick with what you know. They all play 4-3-3 or 4 3 or four or four two three one, and that it's yeah. as simple as that. That's all he has to do. I feel you just you get the players that are confident. Like I wouldn't put that many Liverpool players in. I'd try and get the Man City players in, the United well, only, players, only Liverpool in, the Leicester players in. You say Liverpool players, Hen- Henderson, Liverpool Trent, Henderson, Trent. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know who else would go right. Gomez is injured, isn't he? So. Yeah. But I think you've got to go pick the players who are confident going into the tournament rather than the players that have a bit of a shit season 
And we'll like, right take back. that negativity into the field. right back. Haven't all haven't all of them had a shit season like Reese James. Reese James. You know, like, yeah. We we went from saying we've got five world class right backs to them all being shit. <laughs> Wan Bissaka. If James Justin was fit, I'd genuinely start him. He's not gonna be fit till next November. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying if he was fit, I would have right. started him. Right, but you're not because he's not fit. I know, but if he was. Well, we'll just quit. We'll quit rambling about England now. Let's end the video. It's been like forty minutes, apparently, according to this. I think once I've cropped it, it'll be closer to thirty. The amount of shit you've you've talked about. <laughs> um. Anyway, guys. So thanks very much for watching. We'll be back with another of these uh, next week, probably. Also, I think we're going to try and get another one out on our England team, considering we've just rambled on about it for so long. But um, yeah. yeah, if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Like and subscribe to this pay to this channel. We need more than how many subscribers we've got. Twenty something, twenty seven, twenty six, twenty six. Right, and what to do us a favour? Download our Spotify and Apple Music podcast. It's the same as this, but you don't you don't you don't have to listen to it if you listen to this. <laughs> but just download it for me. <laughs> right, um, no one's made it that far, so no one's heard it anyway. Thank you and good night. See you later.